This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Have some thank yous to Dola before we wrap up the show with the rest of our football bets, Week 2 NFL Sunday, and then we'll drop the dope-ass beat. We'll talk NL Cy Young and Jake the Snake's baseball bets for tonight. Five phenomenal guests on the show today. We appreciate each and every one of them. Our pal Brad Evans, sensational. Our pal Sam Paniotovich, sensational. Our pal Colin Wilson, sensational. Our pal Joey Kanish, sensational. Our pal Anthony DeBundo, majestic. Our executive producer, Alex Fasano. Our technical director today, the great. Stephen Conrad. Now, the weather here, Ken, is really good. Where I'm at, where you're at. What's the weather like where our guy SC is at? Uh, well, it's not really in the song. Like, well, it's it's raining is what's happening. It's raining. It's raining there. Okay. And, yeah. and what would you say, like, if you could describe the rain? Down. <laughs> Weak man. Let it wash away. Sanity. Cause I wanna feel the thunder, I wanna <laughs> scream. <laughs> I'm coming clean. Create a, create, a, okay. create a YouTube channel. It's like middle-aged men sing, you know, Hillary Duff or like night like two thousands pop songs. It would go great. You know what I'd like to do this weekend, Ken? Staring cool. at the blank page before <laughs> you open up a dirty window. Uh, all right, SC doing a great job uh, for social for us today. Our uh, e- our engineer, the excellent Jake the Snake Hassan, and our video producer, God's Perfect Creation, downtown Mike Brown. Great job by the crew all week this week. The best in the business here on You Better You Bet. Bet MGM tonight coming up after us, a four-hour live betting extravaganza featuring Ryan Horvath, featuring... Krista Craig featuring Nick Ashew. Check out Ryan, by the way, tomorrow on the BeckQL Weekend Tailgate. Uh, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern, breaking down college football here on the BeckQL Network. For BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern, following us. Ken, two more games for us to hit. Week 2 NFL Sunday. Let's go to Mile High, where Russell Wilson and the Broncos hosting the Washington Commanders and slinging Sammy Howell. Total here is 38.5. The commies 1-0. Denver 0-1 here. Washington and the Broncos. In Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. Uh, thoughts here, Commanders and Broncos. This market has just been incredibly stable the entire week. It's been three and a half with a high 30s total the entire time. I've always kind of felt like that was a pretty good idea. That that's It's hard to come up with a number that's that much different than this. Um, if I had to bet the game, I think I would just, if either team was three and a half at the other team, I'd probably take it because it's a really low total and I would never trust either team to win by margin uh, or even win by more than a field goal with what we saw from Denver's offense, especially. Um, so maybe it's Washington for a little bit, but honestly, like the way I've handicapped this game, just I always come out to like a little more than a field goal for Denver with a reasonably good home field advantage. I, I think that's still true here. Uh, also just one last thing worth noting uh 
Chase Young, we talked about him with comeback player of the year yesterday, full participant, going to play but might be on a pitch count on Sunday. So a little tricky to try to bet comeback player of the year on a guy who didn't play in week one and then may not play very much in week two. So you're, you're kind of taking a chance either way, right? You bet 100 to one and he, and he doesn't, and he plays 20 snaps. He doesn't really do a lot. You're going to be like, oh man, why did I make that bet? I could have bet it this week. You bet 100 to one and he gets a sack. Now you're 50 to one. Now you're, I mean, God forbid anybody tweets about it. I mean, you're going to be, the price is going to crash pretty fast. So there's not a, there's not a, a right answer to the question. I did bet a little more a hundred just because I think I'm going to want to be in on him this year, period. Even if this week doesn't necessarily start that campaign, I just want to be in on the ground floor on this. And uh, just just to be fair to Chase Young, we've talked a lot about Chase Young, like probably this being his last year in Washington, they don't pick up his fifth year option. Like, even if Chase Young hates the Commanders, he's playing for a second contract. So, like, you right. know you're going to get, you would think you're going to get your best, if he has his, his head screwed on straight, you'll get your best effort from Chase Young as he looks to make, obviously, like a lot of money coming up this offseason. And that's a great job by Ken giving the chase because I, I should have given all the injury stuff like I usually do before when I set up the game. Uh, for Denver, Greg Dolchich, their, like, pass-catching tight end is going to be out for a couple weeks with a hamstring injury. Frank Clark also out on Denver's pass rushers. Jerry Judy off, off the injury report, practiced in full Thursday and Friday with his hamstring injury. He's back, like, two weeks earlier than expected, so good on him. And good for the Denver Broncos passing game to get Judy back alongside Cortland Sutton. Like, they're starting no-name jabronis, passing to no-name jabronis. Uh, not a good start for Marvin Mims in his NFL career. Playing behind Brandon Johnson and Lil' Jordan Humphrey. Not great. For Washington, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, both off the injury report. And as Ken telling you, Chase Young's going to go for the commies. Uh, a couple of guests we had on the show this week liked Washington. I liked the handicap which is just like Russell Wilson to beat you by four, like to win by a little bit of margin. Uh, nope, I'll take Washington plus the three and a half. Uh, strictly on the bounds that I think Russ is the absolute worst. And Ken, we will close Sunday Night Football. I loved your handicap of this game on Monday. Uh, and I think the market does as well. Uh, the Dolphins are three-point road favorites at the New England Patriots. The total here is 46 and a half. Injury report. Teron Armstead seems to be like a full questionable here. Practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in a limited fashion, but like not moving around well at practice. So we'll see about him, the left tackle for the uh, Miami Dolphins. Uh, Jalen Phillips, this is bad news for Miami, added to the injury report today. Limited practice with a back injury. Uh, so we'll wait on his status on Sunday. Like either one of Miami's best pass rushers, you would like to have him um, on the field. And for the New England Patriots, we've got Trent Brown is questionable. Didn't practice this entire week with a concussion. We'll see if he's able to to clear protocol. Jonathan Jones, questionable, didn't practice on Friday. That's bad news in the cornerback group. Devontae Parker looks like he'll play, Ken. Practiced all three days this week in a limited fashion after he missed week number one. Miami, a three-point road favorite at New England, 46 and a half. What do you got? Yeah, I bet uh, I bet Dolphins minus two and a half uh, at the start of the week, hoping that that number would improve in my favor. Gave myself a pat on the back when it did, and then the Dolphins got a not great injury report, I think, and caused this to kind of go back to between two and two and a half and three. So there are threes on the board. There are also two and a halfs on the board. Uh, I like playing on Miami at this point in the season. Uh, I just I feel like their offense is literally operating at its maximum efficiency already with Tua. Would obviously like to bet them while Tua is healthy, and uh, and the adding Fangio to the defense will hopefully yield dividends. Even though against the Chargers, it was. It was a little rough there for a little bit. I just think the way this offense is playing right now, it's a good time to play on them. Uh, and it, I think it's also a good time to play against New England. Uh, I always like to play against New England first month of the season, kind of like they figure out what their team identity is, and then they usually really start rolling in October and November and cover a lot of numbers. So early on is usually a good time to fade them. So I get a team like peak offensive efficiency right now against a team that usually finds its best version of itself later in the season, or at least a month in, uh, and I get a spread under three to do it. So pretty simplistic handicap. I don't think the number is like insane. 
playing, um, but I basically just get Miami to win the game if I play less than three. Uh, so I did that. Uh, I like Miami also. We bet the two and a half. Talked about this earlier in the week. A bet that I also like in this game, and like this number, I don't know, kind of like now I'm a little nervous because this number, I bet 46 and a half. It went up to 47 and a half, and now it's back down to 46 and a half. Uh, I like the over in this game. I think Miami's going to be able to score on literally everyone this year. And then I, I think if New England's got to get into a little bit of a track meet, like I like Miami in the game, so I'm not saying New England can win the game. They can, of course. Just that, you know, I, I like Mac more than most. Bill O'Brien pulling the strings right now in this offense. I, I definitely think the Patriots can score on this Dolphins defense, especially with Ramsey out and with a couple other, like maybe like key players out on the Dolphins defense. So uh, over 46 and a half for me to go along with the Dolphins laying the two Two and a half is the number that uh, the bet on the Miami Dolphins. And all the prop stuff is coming up on Sunday. All the line movement is coming up on Sunday. Any bets that we add, analysis that we add, will come to you. You better you bets countdown to kickoff, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern this NFL Sunday. And my solo uh, edition of You Better You Bet on WFAN in New York and locally in the tri-state area, which you can listen to on the Odyssey app if you're so inclined, 8.30 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. All right, let's talk some baseball here to end the show. Jake's baseball bets, Ken on National League Cy Young, coming up in moments as we need Jake to drop the dope-ass beat. Our show sponsor is BetMGM. BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. And BetMGM is offering some of the best odds in the game for NFL first touchdown props in the futures market all season long. Lines available right now for every Week 2 game. We just read you all the sides and all the totals. You can check them out by downloading the BetMGM app and visiting BetMGM.com. Why wouldn't you do that? You like to bet? BetMGM's got great lines. BetMGM.com and the BetMGM app. And check us out, the BetQL Network, this and every single football Sunday, 14 hours of live coverage, kicking off at 8 a.m. Eastern time with uh, with BetMGM Game Day featuring Joe Ostrowski of BetQL Daily and our pals JLC, Jason LaCanfora, and Pam Maldonado. Then Ken and I have you covered from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, taking you up to kickoff with Countdown to Kickoff. And then Inside the Betting Lines, an eight-hour live betting extravaganza, 1 to 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, here on the BetQL Network. Uh, we'll get to Jake in a second here and his baseball bets for tonight. But Ken, you did this a couple days ago, and I think we should do it again now leading up to the start tonight. Tell us a little bit about Justin Steele and like the, um, like the uh, how this has magnified his start tonight in the NL Cy Young market. Yeah, this is the one award that's uh, undecided so far. The other five award markets have a, a pretty clear either like winner that's already locked in or someone like Ronald Acuna Jr. who's just very, very, very likely to win NL MVP. This is the one that nobody really knows who's going to win yet. Uh, NL Cy Young, we only have a couple weeks left in the season. Uh, the MLB.com poll of uh, voters that came out uh, at the start of the week, this was before any pitcher had recorded their most recent start, had Justin Steele ahead of Blake Snell um, by a reasonable margin, not a lot, but kind of showed you that he was ahead right now uh, in the minds of voters. Uh, he and Snell kind of alternate NL ERA lead with each start now because they both pitch so well, but Steele was ahead. And I like to anchor my opinion on an award market late in the season to what the voters think. When the voters tell you what they're going to do, just believe them. Uh, I really think that Steele was ahead at that point. I think if they had pulled all the likely voters, Steele would have won. And since then, Blake Snell gave you a really good start against the Dodgers, only allowed two base runners in six innings. Great start. Uh, so I think we can argue that if Steele was ahead, the margin is either very small or that they are tied or Snell is slightly ahead. It has made it very confusing and muddled. Uh, and Justin Steele can unmuddle it tonight. If he pitches very well against the Diamondbacks tonight, uh, he is about plus 250 in several places in the betting market. I think if he pitches poorly, there's nothing to do because the market will now accurately reflect that Snell is probably pretty far ahead. Not a wrap, but far ahead. And the market has him far ahead. I think that's okay. So if Steele's bad, there's nothing really to do. There's no betting opportunity. Snell really is far ahead. I wouldn't bet Snell. He's already a big price. 
But if Steele pitches really well, uh, I think you can make the argument that he retakes the lead and he is now ahead again. He was ahead five days ago. If he pitches really well, uh, I think he is a very valuable bet. The price will drop. I think plus anything on a good start tonight is a very good idea. Uh, so I hope that that happens because I would like to bet it. But if he pitches poorly, there will be no betting opportunity. Uh, the GOAT of award betting has spoken. I hope that you all were listening. Uh, Jake the Snake, you got a solid minute here to lay out your baseball bets for Friday night. Please do so. Yeah, I will start with the Rays money line. Jack Flaherty has been terrible ever since becoming an Oriole. Has allowed six home runs and six starts. So I'll take the Rays on the money line. I'll also take the Rangers on the money line. Lucas Giolito is on the mound for the Guardians. I don't understand how the Rangers aren't bigger favorites. So I'll take the Rangers on the money line as well. Michael Brantley, two plus hits. He smokes Zach Grinke and lefties are hitting very well off Zach Grinke this year already. So I like Brantley, two plus hits there. Red Sox team total over three and a half. Jose Brios has not had a good time this year against Boston. So I like their team total over right now. And then I also like on the, uh, to close it out, Mariners money line is coin flip for the Dodgers. Who gets the Dodgers? How could that possibly go wrong? Right. And the just for funsies is Randy Rosarena. I want to flip fade Flaherty seven to one for Randy. And a bad flip, hopefully, for Jake the Snake Hassan from Randy Rosarena as he cashes the yes, home run prop for tonight. Great, great job by Jake. Great, great job by everybody. Ken, great job by you. I'll talk to you on Sunday morning. Sounds good. Good luck, everybody. We'll talk in 36 hours. And until then, wishing everybody minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.